From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about the struggles you can face when it comes to initiating sex and what you can do to change it up. And Jesse Owens had this to say about struggles. He said, the battles that count aren't the ones for gold medals. Interestingly enough, gold medal winner. The struggles within yourself, the invisible, inevitable battles inside of all of us, that's where it's at. Wow. And I think a lot of times when it comes to initiating sex, it really is that struggle within our side ourselves. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Mm-hmm. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And, and a hug is an opportunity for Tony and I and the One Family to really celebrate breakthrough that you've had in your marriage, where you've taken action, transformation. And this hug comes from an email that we received that starts with, just wanted to drop a line and say thanks. My wife and I were driving back from to Pennsylvania from Myrtle Beach with two kids under four in the back seat earlier this summer. Mm. I remember those days. Those are oh long drives. We don't do this often, but for a long drive, we put on a movie for them and set the car radio to play only up front. We wanted a funny podcast that honestly we could joke about and laugh. We found your episode on cleaning the underwear drawer out. We just thought it would be something to laugh about. And we're blown away by how well you guys talk about these topics without making it gross or perverse. By the middle of that podcast, my wife was on Amazon ordering new underwear. Way to take action. Yeah, exactly. And we listened to your podcast the entire drive home. We ended up stopping about halfway to split the drive into two days. Driving with kids is hard. I remember. I remember. And we got in the pool for a little bit. We stopped early because we wanted to start a one-week challenge, which we started in the hotel. Mm. Now, it wasn't a large hotel room, so we found the only room in our hotel room that was away from the kids and lockable. Go for it. We really, Which would most likely be the bathroom. That was my guess. Yeah. That was I, my guess. I'm, you know. Shower sex is good. Yeah. We really appreciate your wisdom and advice. We would often stop the podcast in the middle to have a side discussion mm. on what you were talking about. P.S. You guys, this is the best P.S. we've ever gotten. We're totally that couple that wrote on your Instagram post on bloopers about calling 911 in the middle of sex. Who knew that if your wrist is a certain way, it'll push a button long enough to call the police. <laughs> Talk about an awkward call with a 911 <laughs> dispatcher. Uh, sorry, we called by mistake and hoping they don't send an officer to check on us. Wow. I love it. All of it. I mean, from you know, just finding the show, thank you, to all you new listeners, to anybody who is new to the One Family and listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, thank you so much. We are truly honored and blessed to have you part of this One Family mm-hmm. and um, for taking action for this couple to do a number of different things. And you know what? We take little steps and Elise and I look at this each week. What's the one little thing that we can do to make our marriage extraordinary? And Elise and I are doing it and we hope and we encourage each and one of you to take one step. And it doesn't need to be exactly on what we're talking about in this episode. It could be one of the many other episodes that we've done over the last 13 plus years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys heard Tony say at the start of this episode that we're going to be talking about the struggles around initiating sex in your marriage. And this is one of those topics that really does impact so many of you because like us, you know, you can have seasons where this is a bigger deal than others. And you know, some 87% of you shared with us that at some point in your marriage, you have struggled to initiate sex with your spouse. 
That's a pretty significant number. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you on this side of the microphones, there are two people raising their hands saying this has also been, this has also been a struggle that we've had in our marriage, each mm-hmm. one of us at different times. And you know, it's one of those topics that has to be talked about because it can be a slippery slope to really just kind of breaking down your sexual intimacy pillar, breaking down that connection that the two of you, if it doesn't get talked about, because you can easily fall into a place where if you're struggling to initiate sex, you two can fall into a place where you stop having sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and sexual intimacy is one of the six pillars of intimacy. And we talk about it very extensively in chapter 10 of the six pillars of intimacy, the secret to an extraordinary marriage. And, you know, it's one of those things that you've got to take a look at because sexual intimacy isn't just the act of sexual intercourse. It's about romance and foreplay. And yes, like we're talking about in this particular episode, it's about initiating and getting into definitions which I particularly care for quite tremendously. One, I mean, here's the big reason why we share definitions on this, on this particular show is because when we are all using the same definition, it like levels the playing field. And I think around the word initiating, having that understanding from a definition standpoint helps us as a couple to understand what does that look like for us in our marriage. Because I think many a times we have something built up in our minds of Mm -hmm. what this should look like. And I have shared it many a times before. When I first got married to Elisa and many years in in the early years of marriage, for me, initiating would have been Elisa wearing like some lingerie and she would have swung in on this beautiful chandelier, right? Like she, she would have just swung in wearing this nice lingerie and she would have like come off this chandelier and she would have like floated into our bed. Like this is... I know it's. Well, I Where know are you, all my Hollywood movie types out that can make that happen for him because I like every time you tell that, I'm trying to figure out the logistics of like swinging across the I room underst- and then landing gracefully. Like I understand, but this can happen, and if we don't have <gasps> oh. a, if we don't have a foundation, a definition of what a word means, that imagination or that fantasy that I have can run rampant and can cause discord, it can cause cracks in our pillars of intimacy, specifically our sexual intimacy, because I have come to a place of thinking that this should be happening, this, mm-hmm. is, this is normal, why isn't it happening in my marriage? And if it's not happening in my marriage, then I have a lackluster marriage. So I, I wasn't even gonna bring this up, but now that we're spending a little bit of time on definitions, I wanna just give you guys a real quick tool to put into your marriage toolbox before I give you the definition of the word initiate. Whenever there is, a, like a situation in your marriage and you're like, okay, maybe we aren't using the same word or maybe we aren't using the same definition. It is perfectly okay. And in fact, it's a really valuable tool to say, hey, what does that word mean to you? Mm-hmm. Or yes. how do you define that? Because that brings you back into a place of agreement. You know, and like Tony said, coming into a word like initiate, I want to give you the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition, just so you know what we're all talking about today. And Merriam-Webster defines the word initiate as to cause or facilitate the beginning of, to set going. So we are talking about the struggles to cause the beginning of your sexual intimacy, to get it in motion. So whatever you do to cause your spouse to let them know that you're interested in them and interested in being sexually intimate with them. And this can carry a lot of like stress and weight and things like that. Like Mm -hmm. I struggled for years because I really did think that one, 
part of my mindset situation was the fact that I was like, well, Tony's the guy. He should just initiate. Like, do your deal. And, and that, that'll make it work, right? And then I also struggled because when that wasn't enough and he was like, hey, I need you to initiate sometimes. I was like, I don't know how. And so I wouldn't because I was just like, I don't know what to do. And so like a lot of people, when you don't know what to do, you do nothing, mm-hmm. which also didn't help our marriage. Yeah. And I would even say just recently, we, we ran into a bit of a rut here. Um, we have found time because we do work together. Children, it's summertime. It's been summertime. And, and even prior to the, to the oldest coming back home and everything, the initiating part was very just a, hey, we have time right now. Mm-hmm. Like literally that was sort of our initiating and the initiating part. And I'm not saying it wasn't great. It, it's just, we, we just ran into this place of like, and hey, I we've started, got time. Hey, I, we've got time. Yeah. We, Hey, we got time. And that was just the way to initiate. And then it was just sort of like for myself, one, one spouse always gets undressed quicker. Right. I mean, so that was me. Like I could jump out, jump out of my clothes really quick. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm ready to go. And I'd be like sitting in the bed and Lisa's like taking her time to get ready. And I'm like, okay, like let's go. Um, but that was our initiating. It was just sort of like, Hey, we got time. And just recognizing that we gotta we gotta make some changes here. We gotta change some things up, and we we talked about it a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what we had we, we had done, and that just that little tweak, just that ability to just text one another and say something like that, all of a sudden gave us this ability to go, oh wow. But I do want to bring up something else because I do think this makes a difference for many of us is how we feel in our own bodies. And and I want you to talk about this because I know you're on a fitness journey of your own that you've been feeling less than desirable, I would say. And because of that, you have pulled back a little bit on initiating or wanting to um, engage, like, you know, college or facilitate the beginning of. Mm-hmm. It, could you could you just talk about that? Because I think you and I have had some just some revelation just talking, you, you know, where you are now compared to where you were just even a month ago. Sure. Um, total transparency. I am 49 years old and very likely perimenopausal, um, just based on age and some other symptoms and things like that, and was definitely starting to acquire the perimenopausal weight gain and like the normal things that I would do and had been able to do in my 20s, 30s, and even early 40s just weren't working. Mm-hmm. And I, I was super frustrated. And to, to be very clear, this was never anything that Tony said to me. He never said, oh my gosh, you're putting on weight. He never said, you're not attractive to me. In fact, he's like, I love your body. I just, yes, yes, yes. So what this mm-hmm. wasn't, this wasn't messaging I was getting from Tony, but I just didn't feel comfortable. I felt the extra weight on my body and, and I struggled. I'm like, oh, I'm walking, I'm doing those kind of things. And then, um, can I just say this, the quote, I never said anything. You guys, I would look at Elisa's body. I'm like, she's hot. I will, I'll do her anytime. It's fine. Like, let's go. Like, initiate baby doll. Let's go. I don't care. Right. But the quote from Jesse Owens, the struggles within yourself, mm-hmm. the invisible, inevitable battles inside all of us, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. So your spouse could be battling right now and you don't know it. I didn't, I didn't realize it. Like, I knew there was things going on and we were talking and we were engaging and yet 
there are still battles that are happening that as much as I, I can sort of sense it, but I don't have ESP, which is what we were talking about last week, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't read Elisa's mind. She was having to process and go through things herself. So each of us do have those at times. And even though we are engaging with one another and, and our emotional intimacy is strong and we're talking to one another, there are still some internal battles that we are facing. Because I don't think I actually knew just how much that was keeping me, right? And mm. so it's so like I had to hire a coach, you guys. I mean, it's kind of like what we talk about with marriage coaching. I hired a coach to help me you know, learn how to look at macros and give me workout plans and hold me accountable literally on a daily basis. I have a mm. check-in. Um, and it's been fabulous. I, I can, I'm tracking all of these metrics now and I'm seeing transformation. And it is making me smile at the person who's like I see back in the mirror. I'm seeing my clothes fit differently. I'm feeling stronger. I'm eating a whole lot better. And I do think last week, the initiating part is all a part of that though, because I, I, yeah. I think it's just sort of the, oh my gosh, here we are. Yeah. And you know, it's one of those things. I I honestly believe that Hollywood and movies have done us an incredible disservice. Yeah. Like I'm just going to, I'm going to put it out there. I love to watch movies, but I think in terms of, you know, conditioning us on what to expect when it comes to initiating, I think we've just been completely messed up by what we see because, you know, there's the look and then the bed is perfect and the music's perfect and, you know, the soundtrack and the words and, and the candles and the rose petals and all that beautiful stuff doesn't exactly happen in real life. And and we get this place where we're struggling to initiate because maybe you've been rejected more times than you can count. You're like, I'm not doing that again. And this can go both ways. Or, you know, your spouse doesn't respond when you do initiate and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out the clues. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you not, you're not doing anything. You might struggle with body image. And this isn't the first time in our marriage where I've had body image issues where I have been, I mean, gosh, was it, well, we it was both, after we both bo- kids when well, I we dropped both down. Done, well, I was just going to say, we both have struggled with that over the yeah. years. You know, you, you feel insecure because of your past, whether that was past relationships, issues with porn or other things. And so you're like, I don't know if I should do this. You know, you don't feel confident or sexy. I mean, these are all responses that you guys gave us on why you struggled to initiate with your spouse. Uh, one of them I do want to bring up for the, for the men's perspective, health slash performance issues like ED. Mm. And I can totally understand this. Prior to us going to a wellness clinic, who we love dearly, Catalyst Wellness here in San Diego, who has helped me to understand my hormones and where I'm at, this was one of the issues I faced when it came to initiating. I had the biggest struggle, I would say about a year or so ago, of getting to that point of having an erection. Like I knew I wanted to have sex. I knew I wanted to engage in sexual activity with Elisa. The issue I was facing was I wasn't my 20 year old self and able to have an erection at any point in time. And so the stimulation, I needed that, but I was a bit insecure in jumping into bed without an erection and then initiating even prior to that, because then I was like, I'm flaccid. And this isn't the way I'm supposed to be. Mm. And so I struggled with that for some time. It, and it became a, a big mental issue because I had to strain almost to, to hold an erection that it got me to the point where I was just like, I'd rather just not initiate right now. I'd rather like let Elisa make the move. And yes, we were still on our intimacy lifestyle. And yet there's still struggles that are happening. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I went to Catalyst Wellness 
started looking at my hormones, understanding it. We've done some episodes around this. I, I am on testosterone now and some other supplementation that has helped me mm-hmm. tremendously to have that confidence again. But that was that's my journey. For, for you men, there may be other journeys that you are on, but that is a big one and it's real. Absolutely. And, you know, there might also be issues, um, the specifically for women, where you got so much messaging growing up about, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that good girls don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Good girls don't initiate that you might really struggle to be overcoming those messages, or it might just be a fear of embarrassment of doing something wrong, right? So we can get all up into our heads about why we shouldn't initiate or why we can't initiate or why it won't be right if we initiate. And we're carrying all of that emotional weight in this area, in this pillar of sexual intimacy. And we can get to a place where, you know, it's actually surprising. Like when you, when I read this list, I'm actually surprised that some people even have sex at all. Because when you have all of that emotional weight, like Tony said, you know, when he was struggling with an erection or when I was struggling with, with my, you know, you don't, sometimes it's just easier not to. You can get into that place. But I want you to know, and it's why we do episodes like this, that it is possible to not only overcome the struggle, but to get creative in how you initiate as well. So let's talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back and we're talking about overcoming, not staying stuck in, overcoming the struggle with initiating sex and getting creative Mm -hmm. on how you do it. And, you know, getting into this place, and it's interesting that, you know, know, Tony and I are talking about this and, you know, so many of the episodes we do, we do have even just fresh revelations about one another, Mm -hmm. you know, getting into, like, I hadn't really thought about the fact that maybe I had backed off on initiating some because I wasn't feeling comfortable in my body, but he's absolutely right. You know, I knew that he wanted to have sex with me, but I was like, I'm going to wait for him to like, definitely let me know that he wants to have sex. Or when he was struggling with erections, like I didn't know the extent of the internal battle Mm. that he was facing. And it's so important guys. It's so important that we become self-reflective and get into this place of saying, Hey, why are we taking action or why aren't we? 
if it's dropped off, if we're not initiating, like why? Right? If if this is a place where you have struggled, you, not only do you have to know why, but you have to create a space in your marriage where the two of you can talk about it. Because I will tell you, if you are struggling to initiate and your, your spouse wants you to, and they don't know that you're struggling with body image issues or you're struggling with, you know, past rejection or you're str- like whatever you're struggling with and you're just kind of like in it, they're wondering too, what the heck is going on here? Why, why isn't, why isn't my spouse acting the way they used to? Mm-hmm. And like we talked about in some previous episodes, the imagination runs wild in the absence of information. That's right. You know, you can really get into that place. Some of you may have actually never had the conversation on initiating sex. Ever. Ever. Like it's literally you think one thing and your spouse thinks another. And yet the conversation around what does initiating look like for us has never been spoken. Or maybe it has been, but it's sort of like in passing. It's sort of in the like, hey, I thought you would hear this because I was just sort of talking about it. And that's good and all. And yet, if you're not clear, it can go right over your spouse's head. And so this is really a good time to sit down and go, okay, let's talk about what initiating actually looks like. And maybe you've talked about it before in one season of life, Mm. and now you're in another season of life. And, and to be clear, conversation does not mean yelling. I want you to initiate more or why don't you ever initiate that? That's actually not a conversation. True. You're bringing it up. Yes. But if, if the two of you don't feel safe to actually have a, a back and forth on this, you aren't building emotional intimacy around this topic. It's just coming. It feels like daggers are being thrown at the person that's not initiating. And they're like, whoa, here come my defensive walls. I am now in self-protect mode and everything you're going to try and say, I'm just going to ignore you. It's probably what it feels like because you haven't. And chapter five in the six pillars of intimacy is all about building that emotional intimacy. And if you'll notice, chapter five comes before chapter 10. And it's because you have to have emotional intimacy Mm. so that you can actually build into that strong sexual intimacy. Side note. But I also want to just bring up here that if the reason your spouse isn't initiating is because you have rejected them over and over again, if you have minimized their efforts or belittled them or said something to the effect of that's not good enough or, uh, you know, whatever that might be, you're reaping the harvest of what you've sown. If you tell somebody over and over again that what they're doing is not good enough without really getting into this place of like, hey, let's find solutions for this. Then all they're hearing is no, 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 not what can we do, right? And you will get to a place where your spouse won't initiate sex with you. I think that takes a lot of internal work. It really does. And an understanding of yourself of why you're saying no. What What is going on? What's the internal battle that is happening? What, and, and hey, some of this can get really deep. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this isn't just surface stuff. Elisa and I aren't just sort of like going, hey, well, you just need to initiate sex more. No, like some of this goes deep, you know? If you've had some trauma in your life, mm-hmm. sexual trauma, molestation, abuse, and you've sort of said it to your spouse but haven't really exposed what happened or or you're still struggling with it because you've never gone therapy around it, like go get help mm-hmm. for yourself because you don't need to live under that. 
Because there are things that scar us. There are things that hurt us in the past. It's not your spouse. Mm -hmm. And you getting help is is courageous. It's taking a step of faith going, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to battle some demons, but I'm gonna win. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna come out stronger. I'm gonna put on the armor of God. I'm gonna go after it. Because I know there's gonna be freedom on the other side, not just for yourself, but for your marriage as well. And so, you know, initiating can go deeper. And I think a lot of times when people talk about it, it's just this surfacey thing of like, okay, we'll do this or that. And, and, and Elisa and I will talk about it in that term. And yet for those of you who are battling bigger things, please get help. Mm-hmm. Because you having a fruitful and healthy life means that your marriage is going to be fruitful and healthy and extraordinary. Well, and I love what you said. You know, a lot of people will just say initiate more, initiate this way. And like, I hope you all have picked up on the fact that we haven't even said anything about initiating, actually doing it yet, right? Like everything we've been talking about is self-reflection and, and conversation. And yes, is it important to to get into a place where you can discover new ways to initiate and actually communicate those to your spouse? Absolutely. But you got to understand who you are mm-hmm. before you just try and do something new because there's a natural resistance to change. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to know why maybe you haven't been or why your spouse hasn't been. You've got to know, like, what are they even trying? What am I trying? Like, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Because if there's no conversation, I will tell you guys that there had been times early in our marriage when, like, I distinctly remember we were driving up to LA. We had just stopped at an In-N-Out Burger and we were pulling back onto the freeway and Tony's like, I can't remember, we must've been going somewhere for sports. Okay. And, you were, you're, we're sitting in the car and you're like, Hey, we need to have a talk. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. And, uh, I was like, really, what do you want to talk about? And he's like, we need to talk about how you initiate. Like, I'm just, I don't know when you're initiating. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know when I'm initiating. And so it was this whole back and forth, like and a little bit of defensiveness on the front end, but we discovered that I was so subtle, you guys, that Tony didn't know. He, mm-hmm. he was unblissfully ignorant of what I was trying to do because, you know, blissfully he wanted to know what was going on. And so we had to talk about it. And for some of you, that's going to be where the conversation goes. Like some of you simply need to tell your spouse, hey, when I do this, that's my way of initiating. It's going to go a long way to, you know, changing the emotional energy in your house. Because if your spouse doesn't know, kind of like the whole ESP thing we've been talking about a little bit over the last few episodes. If your spouse doesn't know how you're initiating, it's so hard for them to pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And then you get frustrated and you feel like they don't care. And all these things are, you know, and all the mental gymnastics start happening instead of just saying, Hey, super simple. And, and you may even have the first time, first couple times be like, Hey, when I do this, I am initiating so that they start to associate whatever it is, especially if you're subtle mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with being subtle. I still am. There's nothing wrong with it. You just have to be able to communicate your actions to your spouse and and even be willing from time to time to get creative. You know, it doesn't have to be the same. There's nothing. It's not in the 10 commandments. It's not in the declaration of independence. It's not in the constitution. Nowhere. There's nothing that says that initiating sex has to look the exact same every single time you do it. And Hey, even giving each other suggestions can be super helpful. Like, hey, if you do this or this or this, and just suggesting one or two or three things to one another of like, oh, wow, yeah, we, I could do that. 
because sometimes we get lost in our own heads and like, yeah, I guess I do that. Is that, you know, but if I go, Hey, if you do this or this, I'll totally know you're initiating Mm -hmm. and being adventurous for one another is for one another. It's for the two of you, It's for no one else. And so whatever the two of you choose to do, that's between you, your spouse and God, go do it, go have fun, go initiate with one another and however you see fit. Well, I was having a conversation with, with a wife yesterday and um, we were just talking about, we were actually talking about initiating sex and sexual intimacy and all these kinds of things. And she's like, Elise, I have to tell you, like, oh my gosh, when he is working on the yard, like hot and sweaty and he's like mulching and doing all the kind of things. She's like, it is so sexy to me. And I just thought, okay, that in my mind, I'm thinking that might not have been the same way I would look at Tony, but does your husband know that you find him super attractive when he's just like getting stuff done and he's sweaty and he's just working hard and all this kind of stuff? And she's like, uh, I go, you need to let him know mm-hmm. that those are the kind of things that get you all your fire lit and you're like, hey, come in. You don't have to come in and be all sweet to me. You can come in and be like, I've been working out in the yard and just give her the look. Like it, it was such a great conversation, especially, you know, just in preparation for this episode because sometimes your spouse doesn't even know what you find attractive or what turns you on. And so being able to Mm. communicate that to them so that they know when they're doing something that really does turn you on, that that might even just be initiating. And like, I mean, the guy was out mulching the yard. What do I do that turns you on? I'm gonna put you on the spot. (sighs) (laughs) I hate these questions. (laughs) I love these questions. Um... I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. <laughs> we have an episode to wrap up right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm going to, that's fine. No, nope. I don't have an answer. All right. You're going to have to give me an answer though. Not, not here on the, on the episode. How would you answer that? If I asked the question, everybody's loving this, like the whole squirm thing, guys, I'm like totally sweating right now. Yeah, she is. Uh, what do you do that, that I find sexy? Yeah. Like, that would be like a turn on for like initiating sex or something. Well, I, I would assume that's the topic that's what we're, that talking we're still about. talking about. I, I unless mean, you've changed the topic. I mean, heck you and your panties just bending over is like, all right, let's go. Okay. That I mean, that to me is like all day long. Let's go baby doll. So that I do like my, my naked massages. Those are good. Yeah. But I have to do something to you. Like, like <laughs> I'm saying what, what do I do that arouses you or turns you on that would be like, ooh, I, I could lead in, we could lead right into initiating. I'm going to get back to you on that one. I don't. Right, that's fine. I don't have an answer. That, I don't have it, an answer. Hey, look it, folks. Sometimes, that's real life, you guys. Sometimes that happens. It's it's okay. I'm not here like going to pound on Elisa and be like, you need to answer this right now. I, I can't believe you don't know. It's like, it's fine. Like, cool. Like, Let's go. We'll go on a walk and talk or something. We'll we'll catch up. That's that's strengthening our emotional intimacy. I was able to share what what I like, and and prayerfully that it will just it'll sink, it'll land, and we'll probably have some discussion around it, some more, and it'll it'll lead to something different in our sexual intimacy. So we still have some more resources to share with you guys. Let's go. Absolutely, because when it comes to 
you know, if you struggle to initiate, I mean, there can be, you can do things like plan a romantic surprise, like mm-hmm. really set the stage, you know, whether it's set up a room or, you know, do something special that, that really just brings all that romance into it. So like your spouse can walk into it and this can go for husbands planning for wives and also for wives planning for husbands, mm-hmm. you know, set up your bedroom, have your kids out of the house for the night, do those types of things that lend itself to the two of you having that, that special romantic, sexually intimate time together. Mm-hmm. You can purchase a new toy or product, you, lube to use together, mm-hmm. right? It's being like, hey, I got this. What do you think? Right? And as I've been telling a lot of my coaching clients lately, because they've been you know, trying new things, is that sometimes when you try something new the first time, you're all figuring it out. Well, and it's also even placement of those new things. And I'm going to put a link here to our Amazon shop. You can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. We have toys there and lube and you can go, you know, just check things out. But sometimes with even a new product, it's placement. Mm-hmm. Initiating could be like, oh, wow, we got that new lube. Like we got Uber lube. And just placing it on the bed could be the, I'm initiating mm-hmm. tonight. Like this is happening. Like, and it could be lubes there and a little text like, you know, I'm ready to go when you are or something. It, it could be as simple as that. And that's what I think we're trying to share with you all here today is that we in our minds may think it's the candles and the bath running and the rose petals and the music and, and all of these things. And not saying that that doesn't happen or cannot happen. Yet for the most of us, we are living full lives in a bottle of lube. If I were to see that on my bed and Elisa and I had the discussion that, hey, when that bottle of lube is on the bed, it means it's go time. I'm like, heck yeah, all day long. Like, get that lube on the bed as often as we can. It's as simple as that. For those of you who may be struggling, a little shyer, not sure what to do, we have a free marriage guide that I want to want that I want to share with you. It's called our top 10 ways to initiate sex. It's free. Go to one slash top 10. I will have a link here in the episode notes for you as well. Grab it. It'll help you jog your mind. Like write some notes down for mm-hmm. you. You know, and and don't just write down notes for yourself, but write down love notes to your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing where, you know, a sexy message or a flirty message or a romantic message, whichever one fits your personality, when that gets delivered, mm-hmm. That's like Tony will randomly. Okay. Okay. I got it. Oh, I got shoot. it. I Here got we it. Go. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> when you like randomly send me like the flirty messages and you're just like, you know, you'll be like, Hey, what are you doing in between? <laughs> so all my coaching clients, what are you doing in between coaching clients? I know you have a break, you know, an hour break here. So they're all just like rolling their eyes right now. But, but that does happen in this house, but he'll, you know, that'll be a message that I'll get at like nine o'clock in the morning when you just kind of send me those flirty messages when you're like, Hey, I looked at your calendar. Do we have time today? Can you, can you take a, like a lunch break, a nooner? Um, I really like that. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. That's okay. something I get, that's something I do that arouses you. Yes, because okay. I'm like, oh, he's thinking about me. All right. Um, there you go. Again, folks, all of us are different. Find what works for you. It took Elisa a little time. And look, it, it took Elisa a little time. We had to talk through some other stuff. It came. Now I know. Like, literally, I'm sitting here going like, okay, I'm throwing that one away because I'll make sure that I okay, do Okay, but that I can't more. do it every day. I understand Okay, that. fair. But I will do that more often. I didn't realize that. Honestly, I, like- We'll send stuff to each other, but not enough. And I will make sure that that happens a little bit more often. At the end of the day, 
learning to get your sexual intimacy going, learning to initiate is just that. It's a learned skill. Mm-hmm. And it's one that you can develop in your marriage if you're committed to learning something new. Mm-hmm. You just have to make that decision and then keep practicing because you don't have to be stuck in this place of struggle. No, you don't. You know what? As we've gone through this today, the thing that kept hitting my head and kept coming up to me is the two of you taking the opportunity this week to have the discussion. What's one or two ways that you can both initiate to one another? That was the first thing that came to me. Even if it's just one, it's fine. The next piece is give it 30 days. Give yourselves 30 days to work through this together, to try to, to, to engage with one another. And, and you may not do exactly the way it happens. It may not work exactly the way you think it will. Your spouse may not may say not right now when you initiate, but don't let it stop you. Mm. Engage with one another. Hey, what's going on, honey? There might be something else that's happening internally or externally with them. We think it's us. And yet many a times it's something else that's happening in their lives. And so by going through this for 30 days, it gives you both an opportunity to learn when it doesn't work and when it does. Mm -hmm. And when it does work, reinforce that. Because we know that when you have a good habit, you continue to learn those good habits. And those good habits can change your marriage. And initiating is one of those ways in your sexual intimacy that you can do just that. So go out there this week, go initiate with one another, have fun with one another, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.